Hey, this is Blake. And this is Paige. And this is the Celestial Greens Podcast. Where we, the Greens, talk about celestial things. In a podcast. In a podcast. We flipped it this time. We did. You did a good job, though. Okay, so today we are talking about mothers as nurturers and uh, that that divine role. Um, so I want to maybe start off by talking about why why the divine role of motherhood is even in question. Yeah, well, I mean that becomes pretty obvious as you just look at the world. <laughs> I think it was well there okay so the book the feminine mystique came out in the 70s mm. and uh you know i'm not like uh, i'm the most knowledgeable of history but from what i read to my understanding that kind of spurred on the feminist movement you and mean you haven't read that book <laughs> i have not read that book no yeah me neither um i've read excerpts but I haven't read the whole book. You're ahead of me. Anyway, um, it, it basically there's a section where it talks about motherhood, and and you know up until that point, women were expected to be at home, and and the burden of keeping house and raising kids was all on them. Yeah. Um, with with few exceptions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it the book basically said that's dangerous. And it is unhealthy. Unhealthy for a woman. For to a woman to be devoid of herself. And oh, that's how they equate mm-hmm. it. They say that a mother is not it, herself. Um, to live for others only is, I think, the quote. Uh, um, and to to deny yourself, like, of any uh, what what was the phrase? Uh, greater contribution to society. And also, I think a good point that the book made was it leaves women without uh, financial means of uh, supporting themselves, of securing any type of of independence. They're completely dependent on their husbands. And I think if we see society deteriorating at the family, like if we don't have good men who are good husbands who fulfill their supportive role in the family, then it is dangerous for a woman to, to not have, to give up her education, to give up a career, to, to not be able to stand alone because then that man can completely take advantage of her, can do whatever he wants and she's stuck. Yeah, no, certainly I think there's, and even if it's not like he's being a bad husband, but if he just passes away, Oh yeah, yeah. You know, hopefully he has life insurance that will set them up financially. But in many cases, people just don't plan for it, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you know, that, that just didn't work out. And uh, if the wife is now a mother with small children, and unless she has family to help, kind of assume some of those additional roles so that she can either find mm-hmm. a, a new husband or go back to school and, and have some form of, uh, 
of betterment for herself. Mm-hmm. And then she still has to go to work, find mm-hmm. Jacob. Yeah, it's a terrible situation in any, I mean, what, whether he was a bad guy that she just didn't realize he was bad and then he turns out to be a total deadbeat and he well, leaves I mean, or whatever, or he dies it in either of those It doesn't matter what you that do. That mother is in dire straits. Yeah. You, you can't, like, you can't prevent somebody from dying unexpectedly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the man can prevent himself from being a dipwad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well stated. Thank you. Well stated. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, like... The book was not saying, hey, protect yourself in case your husband dies. It was the whole, the whole, it, the movement it stirred. I think one of the, one of the slogans or not slogans, but like cries was um, like, stop living just for others. Don't be just a mother, be a woman or something like that. Mm. And, and it was verbiage like that, that took mother which you know my angel mother abraham lincoln and right and and just i don't know why that's the only mother quote i can think of right now that's a good one it's though. a good one though yeah. <laughs> just motherhood being this pinnacle of love and perfection right. was all of a sudden like a non-contributing person was it was it mother though or was it like housewife the words used in there was be like be more than a mother, oh, be a woman. I, it's possible that there were other ones like yeah, just I, housewife. I have, I have, a lot of a lot of things were like, well, don't you like the the mentality of of women who took the role they thought they were supposed to without question? Yeah, was you know, oh, I need a man to take care of me, and you know, he's gonna he's gonna do this for me, and he's gonna sweep me off my feet, and then I'm gonna keep his home and his children and for him and. And and feminists at the time were like, well, I'm, I'm, why not gonna, can't... I'm not gonna lie, that sounds awesome. <laughs> you need to. I'm sorry, that was just for the laughs. Go ahead. We're continue. gonna fight later. <laughs> um, feminists at the time were like, well, why can't you take care of yourself? Why can't you keep your home? Why can't mm-hmm. you, you know, take care of your children? You know, it's not yeah. all in servitude to your husband, and. I think that's where the distortion was. Yeah, that that does sound distorted. So, for example, if if you were to kind of flip it and see it from a husband's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I need a wife to help raise my family, and I need to go out and work to support her and and my children, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what what's he doing it for? He's not going out there and doing it for him. He's he's doing it for his wife and family, his, you know, taking care well, of the house. Well, that's the ideal. Right. And so, so that's, that's the that's thing, right? It's so, supposed to be. And so if that ideal works, then the other ideal complements, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's just that when they don't work as an ideal, then yeah. Well, and, and when it's a choice, I think that's. So, oh, was that their point? Was they were feeling like every woman didn't, wasn't she, given a choice. She was to, not given. And they weren't given. Yeah. Women, well, I, mean, I think even that's true. Society probably 70s, 80s, even in the 90s, women yeah. women did not have the same opportunities as men did. Even if on paper it was like, oh yeah, it's the same. The the, yeah, you the have, old you boy the mentality, rights, <laughs> the old yeah. boy mentality, very much preferred upper class, you know, middle aged white men to women of of any age or color. Yeah, and I think that some of that, so I, I'm sure some of that carries over into organizations that are exist in existence today. Mm-hmm. I think that there are still places where women do not get a fair shake 
in of course yeah it definitely happens. discrimination against every minority that you yeah. can think of exists today because people yeah. exist yeah i think i think social awareness is much greater and people are are trying to fix injustices more than they were yeah but society still has its leanings and yeah. tendencies yeah which you know um that's that's this society not every society has those same leanings and they have their own leanings right other societies <laughs> have have far worse leanings yeah. you know so yeah um and i and i don't think that there's anything wrong with trying to make uh change on on those things but i do think that you're right in pointing that out so you had some more you want to say. um I don't remember which general authority, but in talking about about the rise of feminism and which I believe was absolutely necessary, like women were not treated fairly, genders were not equal. The expectation of women to stay home and take care of the kids regardless of what they wanted was Yeah. It was not fair. A, a it was, soci not, it was yeah. a societal pressure. Certainly. And and so, but the um, general authority, I need to look that up, um, basically said the... I'm, I'm seeing some from Kimball. He swung, the pe the pendulum swung too far the other way. Uh. Like, in in trying to fix this issue, we we created a larger issue. Mm. And and I think I think that happens a lot in in social justice arena where you see something that needs to be fixed, but you fix it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if your toilet's running, well, we'll just take out the toilet. Yeah. That's shut, not... shut off the water of the house. Yeah. That's not, <laughs> that That creates all new problems. Right. Yeah. I just wanted a fixed toilet. I didn't want no toilet. Yeah. And so I just realized I equated women to toilets and I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> that's not what I meant to do. <laughs> And we didn't even have a toilet overflowing or anything I recently. I don't know where you grabbed that one. We're, or bedrooms by the bathroom. No, yes, we do know. have an attached bathroom. <laughs> so um, something that you were saying earlier on that I feel like we might not get back to, so I'm going to comment on it. Um, so where where mothers became kind of, or being just a mother, right? Mm -hmm. Quotes around that, just a mother. Uh, became, oh yeah, people can't see you doing that. Yeah, with your yeah, fingers. air quotes, air quotes, everybody. Just a mother <laughs> um, was something to be looked down upon, right? But the the mothers and and the feeling that women in the home should be primarily involved with the nurture and and learning of their children, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was kind of the expectation. Mm -hmm. And and then all of a sudden it's like no, those are that's no, that's terrible. We shouldn't have that expectation. Um, and then who do you have to leave it to? Well, you have to leave it to teachers, right? And then teachers get put on a pedestal for doing the thing that mothers would have been doing anyway, but mothers didn't get the thanks for it. And then, you know, it's like they think the teachers should deserve the thanks. It just seems like a weird societal push, mm -hmm. you know? Like, and I, and I feel like it's the same people pulling mothers out of that responsibility and, and pushing it onto teachers and then saying that teachers should be praised where they I don't, weren't pushing for mothers to be praised. I don't know of anyone who says that teachers need to nurture our children. I, uh, I, I mean, like, I know that there are applause well, and expectations for teachers to educate our children, which I think is ridiculous. I think the 
the responsibility for educating your child is with you. And there are many families who choose to utilize the public school system to do that, which yeah. is excellent. Yeah. And there are some who don't, but it is not the teacher's responsibility. They are providing a service that yeah. you can use. Yeah, I'm with you. But it, it seems we homeschool if you, in case you don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it, it seems to me, and it could be simply my perception, but it, it and I could be wrong in it. But it seems to me that the group of of voices that says that that motherhood is not enough for a woman, um, because of those things, because all it is is taking care of children and raising them, right? Yeah, um, I but, think everybody. But, like, but they but they praise the people that are now doing that job as um, as like so essential to societies yeah. and well it is because you've taken it away from mothers you know kind of yeah a thing. well not even not even teachers fathers yeah true you know, same fathers get all kinds of, oh what a good dad he's doing his kids hair oh I know this and drives then, me nuts and oh he took his little girl to the park that's so wonderful right that's so great <laughs> and it's like. As a mother, if you don't do those things, uh -huh, you're yeah. like, I can't believe you sent your kid to school without doing it or something like that. I know, yeah. How long that has it been is... since you've taken your kids to the park? Yeah, that's it's, nuts. Yeah, it's, it's, it is, I, I feel like everyone like will say, oh no, being a mother is so important and oh my goodness, yeah, but, but society as a whole yeah. will look at the contributions. Stemming, of, stemming from that movement. Yeah. Yeah. Come, well, and not, not just, just from the that movement, movement. Yeah, no. but like coming from from all of it before as yeah. well, because the whole feeling of like, oh, look at a dad doing a good thing with yeah. his kids, that came from prior to that movement for and, sure. And the woman yeah. who's staying home and taking care of kids and everything was being taken care of, quote unquote, mm -hmm. by her husband. Right. And yeah, like mo mother's mother and dads occasionally babysit their own children. Which like is, that oh. whole, I know that. <laughs> I hate that when people way, like, oh. By the way, I'm totally guilty. I have said that a couple of times in my life what? to other guys. Oh, like, what? Uh, I, I, no, I've, I can't. Are you like, watching I'm, this I'm going to be babysitting my kids or whatever. Like, I've said, I, and I can't I'm even remember, I can't even remember how much I was joking about it. If I was like, ha, 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 watch, I'll tell this funny joke. Or if I was like, ah, I'm watching my, that's sent, no. I'm being a parent being a dad <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds weird to say it like I'm I'm being a dad well it's weekend, it's why right? <laughs> it's why you have to be mindful of the things you say yeah it's like you have to be aware of of the words you use because the kids may not ever comment on it yeah. but if the, the, you know if I say oh reaches. I'm I'm I can't go I have no one else to watch the kids or I'm Oh no! I'm hanging out with the kids today, or something. I would, I would it's, love to say that. Um, no, I'm hanging out with my kids instead. But <laughs> well, I know. But and then they hear their dad say, "I have to babysit the kids." Yeah, you know, it puts a negative. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Um, I, I don't think I said it in front of. But I, <laughs> I might have over the phone said it to a buddy. Uh, it but it rubbed me wrong as I said it, and I was like, I don't, yeah, I can't yeah. say that. <laughs> So I think the whole the whole issue with we had it wrong before saying you know selfless for selflessness is not selfness selflessness it's slavery it's servitude yeah I'm 100 on with that and and part of being a mother is you know to, it, it's 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 this is what's claimed in the feminine mystique but it's true it's to live for others only. It's to live, maybe not only, it, yeah, but it's only to deny yourself 
substantially. Yeah, but same same with fatherhood though. You you as a father versus as a single man or or just a husband, you end up giving um, some things up. Not nearly as no, much. as I a know mother you does. end up giving up some yeah. things. However, you do your work. You do a good job. You get as far as society's respect by still your exists. boss, yeah. by your peers. Yeah. You get monetary recognition. Sure. And mothers only receive criticism. Yes, agreed. It's like only not, acknowledge. I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to compare them. I'm just saying that there there, there are is. those in having a family and choosing to have children. Mm-hmm. Both mothers and fathers, if they're doing their their job as parents correctly, yeah. will will make sacrifices in other arenas of their life, whether it's social uh, or, or yeah. But we're not talking about you right now. We're going to talk. About That's true. Mothers, mothers only. <laughs> mother discussion today we will do the fathers <laughs> next okay <laughs> i'm not even trying to be pushy it just came to my mind and i and i spoke <laughs> um so satan has definitely tried to uh, undermine the sanctity of womanhood and and that's something i read too that i wanted to mention um when eve was was brought about however it may have been <laughs> uh Heavenly Father and Adam called her, and Jesus Christ called her, the mother of all living. Yeah. Before she bore any children. Mm-hmm. She was the mother of all living. And I think that suggests that motherhood is an innate part of womanhood. And I know that there are many women who are unable or do not have the opportunity to bear physical children, mm-hmm. but that nurturing and that love and that ability to connect emotionally, that is motherhood. And that is still innate in, in women. And I think not every woman manifests it the same way. You know what I mean? Yes. But I, it's, I agree. It is motherhood with or without like physical children of your own is part of our divine nature, our divine creation. Yeah. So, um, I also want to talk a little bit about how dads and moms. No, dads don't come up yet. That's next. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Go ahead. (laughs) Now we can talk more about moms. So, (laughs) There is also the issue of um, moms struggling in that arena. And I feel like the church has done a really good job to offer encouragement and to emphasize perfection is not only not required, but not possible. Yeah, I've been noticing those talks uh, in in recent years that, um, you know... I'm trying to remember which. It's probably from a women's conference. Well, maybe it was, but um, I just remember somebody talking about like not having to worry about having the, the perfect um, family home evenings, not Mm -hmm. having to have perfect uh, relief society displays for your lesson, not having to. That's actually like, you know, before, obviously before all this happened, but in relief society, it was, it was 
they were like, hey, no more of this. <laughs> like, yeah, they, this, they stopped it yeah, in our stopped ward. handouts, yeah. stopped table decorations. Like, yeah. if you want to have a visual, that's fine. But, like, don't get caught up in, in the, like, this part of it, in yeah. the nuance of the society part of Relief Society. Yeah, because I tell you, not once <laughs> in Elder's Quorum, and I'm pretty sure the high priest, did they have table displays. Maybe a picture, one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I and I think not, that's not that's not a brag or a put down at all. But it it does kind of speak to what the um, what those societal pressures and I don't mean the cultural world society, yes, cultural expectation within the church. Those those and those become pressures. Expectations become pressures on people to do a certain thing mm-hmm. a certain way because of whatever, right? So mm-hmm. those that culture just leads into doing that and i think that it it turned into a while while for some it was a joy mm-hmm. for others it was a detractor and a stressor and if you didn't do it it yeah. felt like i'm not even giving a good talk like it wasn't about your lesson anymore it was about you know could you laminate and magnet all of these little sayings what, yeah or know? whatever <laughs> it happens to be yeah yeah. I've wrapped this piece of chocolate <laughs> in some gold and made it look like the Book of Mormon. You're so bad. <laughs> so we don't do that somebody, anymore. Somebody out there really sounds like that, and you've you they yeah. they feel seen. How much you want to bet they're not listening to this? <laughs> they wouldn't have gotten past the marital sexuality episode. <laughs> Oh boy, we apologize. Uh, wish we, we, I wish I could apologize in advance, but I can't now because it's already happened. So I apologize. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's. I think that's a real thing, and I'm kind of. I'm. I'm truly glad that that has been called out now mm-hmm. as um, unnecessary. Do you remember when we were married, living in that back house in Anaheim? Yeah. And I like didn't want to go to church anymore. Um, I, I mean, like, I vaguely why? recall I like, of discussions. Yes. And obviously we didn't have kids. I wasn't a mother yet, yeah. but I was like, I can't. So I, I don't like <laughs> you didn't, you didn't fit in with society. I don't know how to like, cause we had just gotten yeah. back from your, your yeah. sister's house but too. Green, but green jello with she, carrots in it. <laughs> she like beads and she was trying to teach me to crochet and it was just a hot mess. My sister? Yes. Yeah, she doesn't even crochet anymore. No, but she would like, <laughs> she just did everything. She was like the perfect LDS new wife. And, and I was mm. like, I am nothing like that. Like nothing. So you felt not fitting in. So I felt, and well, I remember sitting on the bed crying and talking yeah. to you and you're like. I do remember that discussion. Yeah. I feel like I brought this up before, but it was such a significant moment in my uh, religion, not spiritual, but religion experience. Mm. Express again for, yeah. the, for the new listeners, <laughs> for all, all two and a half of them. <laughs> there, I just, you sat there and you told me, you're like, well, don't like those things. Like I, I had this, this standard set for myself because I was a convert to the church and I thought this is what, you know, Mormon house, it was okay to say Mormon back then. <laughs> this is what Mormon housewives do. And it didn't matter that we both were working. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Yeah. And, but I, I still felt like I had to do all this stuff and I just couldn't. And it was discouraging and awful. And yeah. you were like, don't 
do those things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they, you they don't, they don't matter. Yeah. You're like, they're they not, don't, they're not essential. Yeah. They're not, there's no temple question, a temporal interview question about them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for real. And, and uh, like I said before, it, I've noticed, you know, those, um, like those YouTube videos and stuff that the church puts out, it's a lot, they see a lot more on, perfecting motherhood within your own capabilities like like not the ideal standard quote-unquote yeah. standard right of what motherhood is supposed to be but but your, your but strengths d- yeah yeah and i i think that's been a positive um push from the church not i mean to everybody mm-hmm. but i think that it has been very impactful for families and mothers i mean just ever since the proclamation of the family came out mm-hmm. um people were like kind of looking for okay how do we interpret this in like the you know these these roles because it does feel very much like the the um you know it's it's conserving those roles of the father as the as the provider and mm-hmm. the mother as the caretaker or yeah. care caregiver mm-hmm. or um anyway and and so but as as it's moved forward it still holds very true yeah. to the um ideal roles but it also kind of frees you from a lot of the cultural expectations mm-hmm. that we've had uh by basically well, it says specifically um, there will be there are circumstances which will require individual adaptation yeah. of this, and I think that's not just you know you hear that and you think like oh single parent or um, you know uh, part member family uh, or yeah something like that but oh it, everyone yeah but it can apply to like let's say the mom has the career and the dad would rather stay home yeah that is perfectly suitable yeah you know what I mean. If just because a mother wants to work doesn't mean she can be or or has to or has sometimes to it's a has to has sometimes to it's or not wants a wants to go to school to. yeah or like there's there's many women I know who feel fulfilled by their job and this yeah. goes back to why the feminine feminist movement I believe was necessary in the beginning yeah um to to kind of flip some to cultural give norms. women these options yeah. And to, to have it be okay. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when reading and like doing all the studying for my marriage and family at school and it, it's very apparent. It's, it's, you know, studies have been done. If anybody asks me about these studies, I swear I can look them up, but I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to look it up right now. Um, where the quantity of time that you that children spend with their mother is yeah. important, but more important is the quality of time yeah so if a mother has to work and her kids are at a good daycare you know not like sitting in a kennel or something like that Mm -hmm. but if they're you know nurtured and nice kennel nice kennel (laughs) if they're if they are nurtured you know in the care of family members or or a daycare yeah however they yeah however they're managed and then when they're with their mother she is attentive and the time they have together is quality time. Mm-hmm. There's no difference in development. That's what the studies show that, yeah. that, that it's the quality of time spent, not, not yeah. yeah. Versus if you're with a, a mom all day long, but you're not having quality interactions, then you're not going to have. Well, I feel like if moms who stay home 
have more opportunities to offer they certainly quality would, yeah. time. You know yeah. what I mean? So like I spend sometimes just yelling at the kids to get out of the room so I can study. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but there are other times where, you know, I'll sit and listen to Rachel describe every Hatchimal she has and mm. it's different powers and what yeah. she was pretending and, and, and quote you the last episode of whatever. Yeah. Summer. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and we talk about it and, and, and she'll tell me I like Aladdin, but I don't like the part where Jasmine and Aladdin kiss and it makes me feel uncomfortable. And we'll talk about why it makes her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, I definitely have many quality moments, but every moment I have with them is not necessarily quality. Sure. You know? We're definitely going to need an episode two. Cool. We got some more stuff to talk about. Yeah, let's take it. We're gonna we'll catch you on the flippity flop. No, you gotta you gotta do the, the cliffhanger, the teaser. Oh. Up next. Up next. Listen uh, to the next episode for for uh, dads. How do they compare to moms? Where do they even come in? What is happening? I'm yeah. so bad at this. Catch us next time on. Celestial Green. Don't add new things. No, not new. Okay, bye. We hope you're enjoying the Celestial Greens podcast. Thanks for listening. 